we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our dedicated study. Let me just look at the uh, title. Strong Delusion, Wickedness, Increasing, Alien, UFO Agenda, Evil Giants, Waking. Nice lighthearted study there. little whimsical title. Um, <clears throat> continuing where we left off with that Paul Begley video and the Blood Raven Amsterdam and all the wickedness that's happening this month um, and coming up and you know, even going into October... I thought it would be a good place to actually, because what we were talking about there was the blood rave that would happen on um, October 31st, okay, Halloween, or otherwise known to the occultists as Samhain, their highest satanic holiday of the year, one in which typically at the higher levels human sacrifice is required. I did a study entitled Halloween, Human Sacrifice, Stonehenge and the Wicker Man. And I'm just going to read you the, the um, and I give you the, the, the links to it here. And um, in this teaching, we will be taking an extensive, shocking look at virtually all Halloween traditions modern day humanity currently embraces. Halloween is not just an innocent entertainment. Its symbols and practices breathe new life into the dark rituals and symbols of past civilizations. Satan's main strategy has always been to tempt people to love what God hates prompt them to pursue his enticing path, and deceive them into thinking that his new way is as good. Since the strategies don't change, God's warning in Proverbs 14.12 is as relevant as now as it was in King Solomon's day. Um, the heart's deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Okay, so, um, or no, there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Meaning, a lot of these things seem right to men, but they're not. Okay, they're, they're just going to get you into hell because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. And he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool, the Bible says, Proverbs 28, 26. So um, most people follow the masses and the masses follow the media, especially when it promotes thrills and adventures that feed the lust for forbidden thrills. The occult has always focused on gory images of violence, death, and destruction. We see it in today's media, music, and movies. As people become desensitized to the occult, violence, and horror, the images in popular entertainment grow increasingly and indescribably evil. Now, remember, I did this teaching back in, like, 2007. And how much more applicable is that last sentence that I just said today of what, what we're describing about these blood raves? Yet this is old news. Thousands of years ago, God warned us in Proverbs 8.36, All those who hate me love death. So be careful what you like, in other words. You know, it's not good to have a, oh, I love horror movies, okay? And that type of stuff. And you better be careful, because all those that hate me love death. So just, you know, be careful with that. Now, I'll give you the links. It's a two-part study right here. Um, it's probably going to be on page, I don't know, four or five and uh, of the PDF. And then I did a study called The Black Awakening and Taking the Offensive Part um, 1, and Part 1 and 2. And I did this in 2009. In this teaching, we will be learning about the coming Black Awakening. Now, Paul Begley mentioned that, the Black Awakening. 
um, in the last audio we heard. The coming block awakening of demonically possessed, mind-controlled, super satanic super soldiers and, quote, chosen ones who are highly adept in the black arts and witchcraft and take their religion very, very seriously. Well, these are the ones that we would typically find inside abortion clinics and at the coven meetings, and, and their lives are totally devoted to Satan. They will be, quote, triggered at some future date to bring about as much havoc and chaos as possible to usher in the reign of the Antichrist and New World Order. See, all of this stuff is going to most likely be triggered at one time. The Muslims, the Black Lives Matter, the Black Panthers, these, these satanic super soldiers, these chosen ones, these Mexican drug gangs, the, the black gangs, the white gangs, whatever. They're all going to be triggered. The, and, then, and then you're going to have that in combination with probably, who knows, pandemic, suitcase case nukes going off, some type of biological attack, earthquakes, tsunami, who knows what's, how all this is going to play out. But I know that if it were up to Satan, he would have as many things going off at the same time as possible to create as much order out of chaos. Again, bringing in the new world order out of the old. And shock and awe. So that people will be more receptive to whatever is going to be set before them. Um, this is also the model of the 33rd degree Freemason, which is order out of chaos with a double-headed eagle as its symbol. More importantly, we will be discussing the spiritual weapons Christians of a Christian's warfare against this wickedness. Because that's what it really boils down to for us. What is our warfare? Okay, And then, now let's go to the next report. And that is entitled, um, Vampires of New York City. Barbecue Films and Deacon Frost invite you to an epic blood rave. So here's another one. I figured, oh, this thing in Amsterdam is just probably a one-off one thing. And, and they're, they're not, uh, <clears throat> this is just something that's happened. No, I was wrong. <laughs> no, actually, these are going to be taking place all over the place now. And... This goes, this is described as, this is no ordinary gathering, as the ancient prophecy foretold, you will party with the spirits of the twelve vampire houses, and awaken the legacy of La Magra, the blood god. I didn't know there was a blood god. The time has come. Vampires have lived among humans long enough. This October, come celebrate the future for all vampires in our rightful place atop the food chain. And you're thinking, oh, this is all tongue-in-cheek and none of this. Why has Hollywood devoted so much time and effort to brainwashing the masses about vampires? All of these romantic shows about, you know, Twilight and, and these ones. And I've done teachings exposing them. I did, I'm almost positive I did one Twilight. I had a girl come out of it, too. She emailed me because she heard that teaching. Hopefully there's many more, but I mean, I, I did get, I, I remember that. But anyway, um, vampires have been romanticized in, not only in movies, but in all of these, these, these series of, these TV series that they've had, like Twilight and all of these other ones. I don't even know, probably a fraction of them. But they have, they have went to an un, unbelievable links to humanize vampires to um 
I don't know, to, to, to make us sympathetic to them, to make that alluring and appealing and romanticize them. And, and I'm to think that there's no basis of fact behind any of that from an evil standpoint? No. But see, if you go into your standard 501c3 church, they're going to say, oh, bless God, oh, that's a bunch of bunk. None of that's, oh, all oh, alien gen, it's a bunch of bunk. Aren't we going into the greatest time of evil the world's probably ever known? And why has Hollywood devoted so much time and effort to all of this agenda and this evil agenda if there's no factual basis behind it at all? Hmm, kind of wonder about that. Now, I've also, obviously, if you've been a listener of mine for any length of time, you know that I've devoted a lot of time and energy to this because I don't feel as though the churches have done that. I believe that a lot of them are extremely afraid on many levels of getting into that, afraid of what would people say about me, afraid of it actually being true. A lot of, I really do believe a lot of people, ministers, and particularly you look at the 501c through lukewarm, they would be terrified. They are going to be terrified when evil literally rears its ugly head and potentially may be in their face. How are people of quote the cloth always portrayed in all of these shows whether it's alien agenda shows or aliens invading or horror shows or exorcism shows or or shows about the occult they're always portrayed as anemic typically spineless powerless helpless see i don't buy into any of that i don't believe any of that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. Okay, that's why we put on the full armor of God. Jesus Christ has given us power over serpents and scorpions and, and, and these wicked and evil spirits, but if we don't believe we have that power, we don't. Because your own, your, your own lack of faith has just gelded yourself. And again, that's why Hollywood would try to do this to us over and over. Portray Christians as powerless and hopeless. Listen, if that were the case, and God didn't exist like they say, don't you think Satan would have already taken over everything and, and, and just basically annihilated everybody by now? He's on a leash. He, there's only so much he can do. He has to get permission from God. Now, if we as mankind beg for wickedness, participate in wickedness like abortions and, and like doing a lot of things we could do to defile ourselves well then that gives him a right that gives him a right to come in and further possess people and further have influence over them and further bring about his agenda because we're we're openly asking for it and that's what he's trying to get people to do because he knows he has to have permission. Just like when you see these shows about black-eyed children or vampires, you have to give them permission to come into your house. So, I just really believe that a lot of these things that we're seeing here, like what they're saying here is, some would say, oh, come on, what is this? The time has come, vampires have lived among humans long enough, October this October, come celebrate the future for all vampires in a rightful place atop the food chain. 
Do you know how many, many shows there are out there that absolutely confirm this and, and are being pushed by Hollywood? And say this exact thing. And you're saying as wickedness increases and as this behavior increases, there's no truth at all to it? Oh, I think there's a whole lot of truth to it. And I think God's going to use his remnant, the ones that will choose to go forth and literally deal with this garbage. I think he's going to use them mightily. Because where evil increases, grace, God's grace abounds all the more. But the problem is, is so few of the remnant have been equipped to actually literally engage pure evil. That there's very few equipped to actually do this. They're sure not getting equipped in your standard 501c3 corporate church. That's not debatable. This kind of stuff isn't even talked about. A lot of the people behind those pulpits are occultists. And they would want to keep you in the dark. It's the number one most sought after position for an occultist. To be a minister. Because it's the perfect cover. And they can influence the most people in a negative, subtle, yet negative way away from the Lord Jesus Christ. Getting them participating in false religion. Which is what so many of the denominational systems are based in. So, I'm just saying. Then it goes on to say, spread the word, sharpen your fangs, and plan to wear something that you don't mind getting a little bloody. Now, are there going to be wannabes that show up? Sure. Sure. But do you know what level of wickedness this is going to literally attract where they're literally spraying people with blood and they're basically literally beckoning all vampires i mean bill schneblin said in his testimony that he was that was what he was trying to attain to literally become a vampire and he almost had done it this literal physical shift that he had to go through all of these satanic hoops he had to jump through Oh, it's all lies. Well, you know what? We're going to see real soon if that's all bunk and lies. I would personally rather be prepared for the worst when it comes to this. When this ministry ends, that's what I'll probably most likely be doing. That's what I feel like my calling is anyway. Beyond this, I really do. I haven't said that very many times, but I do. And... Um, I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Big and Bad or whatever. I can't help my calling. I want to engage these creatures, whether it's black-eyed beans, whether it's a vamp, whether, what, whatever. There's been thousands and thousands of accounts of people having experiences with these types of beings, whether they're werewolves, whether they're vampires, whether they're black-eyed children, you name it. Are all the alien abductions fake? 3% of the population said they've been abducted in private polls. It's all fake. They're all lying. Oh, okay. Because you say so. I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just saying to people in general. All vampires, that's lies. There's no basis of fact. All werewolves, they're okay. Yeah, that's why on all of these people that have come out with the occult, that have literally interacted with these creatures, they're all lying. Every one of them in mass. And now they say they're born-again Christians and give all the praise and glory to God. Because they're all liars still. I'm saying that either 
you get this mindset now where you're worst case scenario prepared to deal with this or you block it out you say it's not true and then you have to deal with it down the road I just think it's better to be prepared ahead of time than block something out and act like it doesn't exist that's why I got that camera and I haven't been wearing it enough because it's you can't really wear it on your shirt. It's too heavy. It, it, you can. You can wear it on a jacket real easy. But I want to get this stuff on film. You know how many people get saved if they actually saw people interacting with evil and rebuking it and, and how much glory the Lord Jesus Christ would get? I am so sick of, of, of all of the horror movies and, and the gore and the paranormal shows and the ghost and, and the only one that has any power are, are people that are evil. And they don't even hardly have any power. It's, it's only the, the evil spirits they're battling. As though God doesn't exist. And Christians have no power. And we have no, we're just doomed when this all happens. No. No. That's not reality. But you have to have the faith to believe it. And if you don't have that faith, pray to God for it. Not everybody's called to this either. And I get that. Taylor's not called to it, but she's really, really intuitive about picking up on these things. Way more than I am. So I kind of feel like we make a really good team in that regard. You know? Because she senses it a lot better than I do. I'm more like a bull in a china shop. She's a lot more sensitive about these types of evil things. So, I'm just telling you that in this teaching we're going to get further and further into this and a lot of this is going to be stuff i've never covered before and a lot of it i'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners from but then again you know what i probably will get those same listeners back down the road when they start to see this stuff literally manifest and this stuff may literally start to manifest this month as wickedness and evil increases we're giving these evil entities more and more right to lizic physically manifest on our plane of existence is the point i'm trying to make this blood rave is october 9th so this is like a little more than a month away this one's before october 31st and this is in new york new york new york city blood rave specifically inviting vampires Terminal 5, that's where it's at. 610 West 56th Street, New York, New York. Now, I've just been through New York, and it was the most wicked place I've ever even been through, and I just went through the outskirts. They say, what is it? It's a blood rave. Where? It gives the time, October 9th, 730. Where? I'm sorry, when was October 9th? Where? Terminal 5. Why? It's our time. That's what they say. It's our time. Just watched that video the other day of uh, Brother, um, oh Lord, Cooley down there in Michigan. And he goes up to, in fact, I put it out in my last newsletter, and, and he goes up to this lady, and she's a witch, and she's drawn all these pagan evil pictures. And he goes up and he puts a track in her, in her donation bucket, and she's like, what is that? Get out of my face, and all this stuff, and you're in my, my space, you're in my, and he's like, I'm not in your space, I'm not, I'm like not, he says, I don't think I'm better than you. 
and oh, you and it's all of these 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 insults these you're you're this you're a hypocrite you're all of these accusations that's all they can really do and then you know what she says to him she says she says you're you're you've had your time it's our time now our time it's all about me 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 see they believe it's their time okay all the stuff happening this month all the stuff we're reporting on it's all about bringing that occultic evil our time to pass and most christians are going to be totally ill-equipped to deal with what's coming on an evil level ticket details about this event in new york city a portion of the proceeds will go to charity oh what the first church of satan i'm sure it's probably planned parenthood that's their charity it will be announced in advance of the event though the charity all ticket levels will bring into the world will bring you into the world of Blade. Now, Blade is the the opening scene that we had talked about, where they had the blood rave and the vampires were drenched in blood. With the immersive cinematic detail that guests have come to expect from barbecue films, what a nice name! Together, we raise the blood god. That's what they're trying to do: raise the blood god. This is an occult ceremony to raise the blood god La Magra. You will party with the spirits of the 12 vampire houses and awaken the legendary Lamagra, the blood god. Vampires have lived among humans long enough. This October, come celebrate the future for all vampires and our rightful place atop the food chain. Pretty much in your face. Early bite tickets are all sold out already. Hmm. If you're a vampire or a familiar, your ticket's $56. If you're a pure blood, it's 108 I don't exactly know what all that means. It's some kind of vampire thing, I guess. All tickets include a screening of the film, live music performances, and a limited edition event poster. With more to be announced closer to the event date. Pure bloods get the special treatment they deserve as centuries old royalty. So I guess that's what a pure blood is. Centuries old royalty, including access to special areas, unique performances, and special one of a kind gifts. Must be 21 or older to attend. Okay, and then um, just announced the Crystal Method will be headlining the, the Blade Rave. I guess they're calling it a Blade Rave. Blood Rave, whatever. Anyway, um, now, now that we're on the subject of New York City, and we've actually talked about New York City some, we have, and you probably saw this, I put this out in, in the newsletter um, as well, the goddess Kali, the Hindu god of death and destruction, projected onto the side of the Empire State Building. And I don't know if you guys have seen this. If not, you might want to view my PDF. So here we have a picture of Kali. Um, is the Illuminati sending us a message of coming events? Genesis 49.1 says, And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you uh, that which shall befall you in the last days. Okay. And again, this is the Illuminati telegraphing their punches. Kali is Shiva's daughter, supposedly. Shiva, the god of destruction. Kali, the goddess of death. Okay. And literally, you have Kali projected on the side of the Empire State Building here with a third eye, two eyes, a third eye, and her long fork, not forked, but long pointed tongue. 
okay? The Times of India reports today that in a breathtaking spectacle, the goddess Kali was projected on the Empire State Building in New York City. For those of you not familiar with the goddess Kali, she is the Hindu god of death and destruction. The name Kali means black, um, time, death, lord of death. She is therefore called the goddess of time, change, power, and destruction. She is known as the black one or the dark one. We wonder if perhaps this is not an Illuminati message of coming events soon to take place. Well, if any place is ripe for judgment, it's New York City. So, I'm just giving you a heads up. Not a place I would want to be. Especially with my recent trip through there. I've never felt anything so wicked. Here's a listener regarding that. Craig, that emailed me about my comments regarding New York City. He said, I was amused by your brief excursion through New York New York City metropolitan region. What you experienced was a good day, according to commuter standards. I have driven through here, taken the trains and buses, and walked. Traveling by train from New Jersey to Connecticut, what can you imagine, is probably the worst anyone could ever go through. Because you've got to literally go through New York City to get to Connecticut from New Jersey. So he said it's a four hour long trip, $30 one way. You have to transfer three places, and at each transfer point involves going up and down stairs, fighting, and I do mean fighting, your way through angry, belligerent people hoping to get to your train on time because they frequently change platforms or cancel trains or break breakdowns happen. The worst are the people with backpacks or those with wheeled suitcases, which they use as weapons to knock you, knock you down or to cut you off. People whack you from the back or walk right into you if they are approaching and then they give you an angry stare as if to say, why do you even exist? The city of brotherly love. Oh, that's Philadelphia, sorry. Which is probably not too far behind from what I've heard. Walking the streets of New York City can be just as evil and disastrous. Angry drivers, bicycle riders going down one-way streets the wrong way and knocking people down, crowds and crowds of people who won't let you pass, and those creepy people with like 10 dogs on a leash all over the sidewalk. Man, I mean, this sounds like, where do I sign up? I mean, why wouldn't everybody want to live there? I mean, it, it is amazing. He says, I've literally had nightmares of being trapped in New York City with all these strange vampire-like people. Hmm, funny you use that, considering I'm having a vampire rave there. Vampire-like people staring at me and running me down. Oh, you'd be probably surprised how many vampire-like people are really truly exist there, I would venture to say. Thank God I now live up in Connecticut. I don't commute anymore. Those nightmares are gone and my stressful life is no more. Craig, and I said to him, I said, wow, I said, yes, I've heard the horror stories, but I finally got to experience a little sampling of the hell that is New York City. After this hellish ordeal, I ordered a gross of I Heart New York City t-shirts, and I will be passing them out to everyone I know. And a gross is 144 for you that might not know that. So that's kind of my, my, my new mission now. I'm, I'm passing out my I Heart New York t-shirts, and I'm just giving them to everybody I know. Anyway, I'm just kidding there. Uh, yes, that was the most evil driving experience I've ever went through, and God help any Christians that would have to live in or near that place. Uh, and then Patricia emailed me, and she said, uh, listener named Patricia, she said, Hi, Dr. Scott, I just wanted to tell you that I wholeheartedly agree with you about the New York area. We live about 50 miles 
north of the city and it is definitely spilling out into our bedroom community it is a lake community and we have lived here practically our whole lives but you can see something's happening and it makes me nervous we'll see the evil that is new york city that evil is going to spread it's not going to be content to stay in one spot it wants to spread everywhere so anyway, I was listening to your current events and John, my husband, went out to Montauk for a fishing trip and left yesterday around 3. It usually takes 3 hours and maybe 10 minutes to get there, but it took over 4 hours. The road was filled with maniacs. Talk about road rage. He called me at one point because some woman in a Beamer almost wiped him out on the hutch. Well, I'm not sure what that means, but anyway. Thinking of, of the timing, I am pretty sure that I was praying for him when that happened. I think New York New York is incredibly evil, and by that she means New York City. And in, in and around it, I hate driving past the city. It is always extremely stressful. I think there's a lot of demon possession around there. I would give that a, a big 10-4, and um, yeah, I would definitely say I would have to agree with her on that. Now, here's another report, or another little uh, uh, comment from a listener named Matthew and it's about the Baphomet statue in Detroit Baphomet also known as the goat of Mendez or basically like Lucifer incarnate about the Baphomet statue unveiling in Detroit I live in Detroit and shortly after the event I spotted a ton of glowing orbs just floating around the sky on my way to work at 10 o'clock at night this is the first time I've ever seen anything called a UFO and it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen there certainly were not choppers because they were more there was no strobing lights and because of the total abnormal way they moved it looked more like a scene from the movie signs with the glowing orbs all over the city and again they have these movies in order to condition us to things that are going to happen in the future so that you'll be preconditioned and you'll be able to accept it better he says i don't have footage i just thought i'd let you know okay so orbs are a typically always associated with evil and i've done i've done studies where i've mentioned this quite a bit on on orbs my experiences with them and how i've dealt with them and uh, if you just key in orbs probably in the keyword search box you'll find those so yeah we have that then with the baphomet statue in new york city or in De that was in detroit and then we have a listener james um and he this is regarding bigfoot and um let me just highlight this real quick there has been a lot of people seeing these Bigfoot creatures near UFOs. I watched a Les Stroud Survivor Man series he did on Bigfoot. He was on the top of a mountain in Canada, and he had, he had strange experiences. He saw huge, strange lights like a UFO. He also started seeing orbs. Okay, Now, if you can actually see the orbs, that's a, that's a really heavy indicator that you're in some serious demonic territory. Usually you can only see orbs if you take pictures and they show up in the background. Okay, It's not a good sign when you see them. Okay, Now they're actually starting to see them with their naked eye, in other words. Um, these are always associated with like demonic evil spirits, these orbs. Okay, Then at the night he had strange dreams and felt like he could not move, like something was pressing down on his chest. Well, that's night paralysis. That's basically... A demon pinning you down i've had it happen to me on more than one occasion and um yeah that's what that is there's a lot of crazy stuff going on it is only going to get much worse and the land is getting more and more defiled exactly you're going to see more and more of all of this type of 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 activity ufos orbs bigfoot vampire all of this stuff we're going to start seeing if you think it's bad now you're going to start to see it explode 
black-eyed children, you name it. These things, as the land becomes more defiled, have more of a right to exist in our plane of existence. The more the church is asleep and does nothing about it and just basically lets it take over, the more they're happy to take over. America is more and more transforming into the God the leaders worship. Um, I know that this is... Um, I know you know that this is there's many symbols in Washington D.C. Well, again, again, look where the Pope's going. Look where Madonna's going. You know, Washington D.C. is just pure evil. It's the epicenter of evil for this nation. It's where all the wicked evil rules and and in in um, verdicts and things like this are being handed down now. The one symbol I think of is the pentagram. And the bottom point that represents Baphomet that rests on the White House. Now, again, if you just do a, a keyword search for um, riddles in stone, riddles in stone on YouTube, you'll watch the whole movie. It gives you, takes you to the whole occult architecture of Washington, D.C., which was obviously planned, you know, a long, long time ago. So now since gay marriage has been legalized you're hearing more and more that these statues are being raised up in america but like the baphomet figure that we just talked about the baphomet figure is a statue with male and female parts meaning it is a androgynous god it has both male and female parts which is what the whole transhumanism thing is kind of about too with good old bruce jenner okay and shoving that down our throat so they want to just blur the lines of gender of of everything they just want to blur it all and in, in defile God's creation. I find it inter interesting that the genders are being merged like never before in this country. People in this country that do not have a firm foundation in the King James Bible, the Word of God, and a good understanding of the spiritual realm and the Nephilim are not going to make it. Yeah, I would have to concur. Most likely. I'm not saying they're all going to go to hell. But um, it's probably going to be one of those things they're saved yet so is by fire. Like the Bible talks about in the New Testament. I mean, the Bible says, They that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. If you get to the point where you're in such abject fear of these things, and that causes you to turn your back on Jesus Christ, well, don't think you're going to heaven. You know, He that overcometh will I giveth. And just look in Revelation. Chapter 2 and chapter 3. It's pretty conditional. Overcoming. Enduring to the end. I'm not talking about works-based religion here. I'm talking about what is our reasonable service. What is expected of us. Enduring to the end and overcoming. Jesus Christ also said, Pray that you, you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Well, I would say, in light of what we're covering today, that would be a good thing to pray. And he said that in Matthew 24, which was regarding the end times. So that would be a really good one to, to pray. <laughs> you know, I don't pray it enough. You know, but, but it, it's something that's very, very good to, to keep in mind. I just don't know how you're going you're gonna to all of a sudden rise up and all of a sudden be this big, whatever, spiritual warrior if you have dismissed all of these this information and said it's all bunk and it's there's no truth to it and it's all lies and whatever and then all of a sudden you have to deal with it one day <laughs> not a good not a good position you want to find yourself in 
Is there a lot of deception commingled with it? Sure. I'm not saying that, you know, I don't exactly know how it's all going to manifest. But I do believe that Satan hasn't devoted all of this effort to preconditioning humanity to all of this. And you could say that that's part of the Kabbalistic principle of warning your enemies about their impending fate before it happens, which is a Kabbalistic principle in the occult that they have to do. Well, they've sure warned us. Our blood's off their hands, as far as that's concerned. I'm just saying. They've spent billions to warn us. Billions and billions and billions. Hollywood alone. And that's just one aspect of how they've warned us. I have had people tell me that I'm a nut. Oh, well, we'll see. God bless, James. Yep. Yep. We'll see. I think we're going to see real soon. I know I've been talking about this for years. But just because I've been talking about this for years, God's given us grace. God's given us time to prepare for this. God's given us that extra time to be able to mentally prepare. Here's another listener. Heath, and this is about missing people or children in national parks. Something that needs to get out to the general public. With your website and followers, it could really save lives. There have been a rash of missing people that basically are being covered up by the government. Imagine that. David Pauliti's book, Missing 411, pretty much covers the many missing people in North America wilds. Now, I've listened to this guy's interviews. I'm telling you, I think this guy is the real deal. He comes off as incredibly credible. He has done um, FOIA requests to the National Park, and they've basically come back to him. The one Yosemite, which, which Taylor and I were just there, um, not this, well, the summer before last. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's only like, three million dollars to get this FOIA request it's like you know five hundred thousand dollars a page or something that's what they told them they do not want to release how many people have been abducted from these national parks okay remember what i said before anywhere from eight hundred thousand to a million people go listening missing every year in america eight hundred thousand to a million okay that's that's you're able to to, to fill like the michigan um, college football stadium, which holds over 100,000, like, you know, nine or ten times, almost. With all the And that's the ones, you know, that they've got any kind of, kind of record on. A lot of them are homeless. A lot of them are runaways. A lot of them are people that, that they get off the, the grid and they're perfect to be snapped up and nobody ever hears from them again. It's not reported in the news. You're only going to hear about the one little girl that got abducted and it's all over the news, so you think they're doing that for everybody, and they're not. This is according to their own statistics. I did, I've done several teachings on this. Where are they all going? Huh. I'm sure it's all good. I'm sure it's, it's, it's good. They turn up and you, you never hear from them again. and I'm sure they're, they're hap living happily ever after in some fairyland over the horizon. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe it turns out well for them. This guy, David Polites, missing 411, just keying in the, the uh, keyword search box of YouTube. You can hear his interviews. He's, he's very credible. My comment, yes, I put out links to his work and mentioned this in online teachings. 
Two recent cases, one out of Idaho and Nevada, these kids were literally snatched right out from underneath parental and grandparent supervision. I don't have to tell you that it could be the Genesis 6 giants of old or what I believe may be the Sasquatch or alien abductions. Yeah. I'm not going to have enough time to go into the Bigfoot issue. I have a lot of people wanting me to go into that one. Suffice it to say, it's a demonic creature. Most likely some type of Nephilim hybrid creature that is roaming. They have the ability to basically disappear, these things, okay, from what I've seen. That's why, that's why nobody ever catches them. And they have a precognitive ability that when you get into a particular area, they know you're coming. Unless you're a Christian and you've prayed ahead of time to basically make you invisible. They typically don't know you're coming. Or that they know you're coming and that's why they're, they're so elusive and hard. To, and then the, also the ability to literally dematerialize, which has happened on many, many occasions regarding these things. Which is very, very common with demonic creatures. Where they're just gone. I'm not saying that's the case all the time. I'm saying that it, I've read it happening many, many times. Aliens abducting people and the aliens come right through the wall. We're, we're dealing with different dimensions here. We're dealing with interdimensional creatures. I'm not saying all Sasquatch are or Bigfoot or whatever. I'm not saying they're all that. But I do believe there's a certain aspect of that. And how that relates to the giants of Genesis 6 and the giants afterward, which the Bible talks a lot about, the giants that the Israelites encountered in the promised land that Satan had prepositioned there so they would not take the promised land. The Rephaim. I mean, there's account after account after account of them. And that's, all, that's what existed in, in the days of Noah. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. That's where we're at. We're going to talk more about that later. Either way, evil is making a huge final stand, not to mention devastating unsuspecting families. And this is regarding these abductions. I'm, I'm not sure if you did a show on this subject recently. I didn't take the time to search your archives. I figured a new, more recent show would resolve, would, would resonate better than an old past show. People who are enjoying the great weather outdoors with kids and family members are so potentially vulnerable. Now, granted, I think, though, if you're a born-again Christian and you've prayed and you put on the full armor of God before you go out into these places, I think you're at a much better. But make sure that, you know, you're led of God to do it. I hate to say that. I mean, you know, we're talking about this just going to a national park. But, you know, between the Russian troop movements in these national parks that we've read about, the, what the UN is doing in there, then all of this demonic activity, it doesn't surprise me. They're turning these things all into UN biospheres that are basically owned by the United Nations. So they've claimed them for Satan, essentially. Well, it's no wonder this stuff's taking place. Um, it sickens me to my stomach when I see these people being taken, never to be found, by some sick, evil entity. The native Indians talk about the Sasquatch as being cannibals. Just like in Noah's day, I think they're making a resurgence. Yeah. Amen. And there's all kind of these Bigfoot Sasquatch shows that, that have been debuting lately regarding that as well. So, you know, we have that to deal with as well. Um, okay, so let's go further here. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit. Vatican vault spilled. Pope to announce the church preparations for alien contact. In um, Former chief counsel for Jesuit order shares all. 